0: How will we remember former Sixers GM Sam Hinky, analytics madman or profit ahead of his time? We discuss on this week's Hot Takedown, 538 Sports Podcast. Subscribe in iTunes or on the Listen tab of your ESPN app. The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on
1: ESPN 1000. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. My name is Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host. Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls and a team physician with the Chicago White Sox. He's also a sports medicine specialist, an orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and Rush University Medical Center. Net proceeds of our program, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. And Sports Medicine Weekly being brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, better for everybody. By Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, Team Physicians of the Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul University Athletics. By Karen Malkin Health Counseling, transform your health one bite at a time. By Integrated Orthopedics, accelerate your healing. By MedWest, the number one choice for advanced orthopedic solutions. By Donjoy Orthopedics, the best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for more than 30 years. By L-Source, biological solutions helping surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. And by ATI, physical therapy for the highest quality care in a friendly environment. We're back to get it going right after this on ESPN 1000.
2: I'd been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance and scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. And the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most most important priority i'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy the experience was something i'll never forget
0: to learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ati physical therapy visit atipt.com and start your journey to get back to your best today atipt.com
1: leading the way in cellular and tissue therapies Source helps surgeons get their patients back in the game of life Life-saving and life-enhancing allografts play a critical role in bone and soft tissue repair, helping to restore function and movement. To learn more about Allosource or Allografts, please visit allosource.org.
0: You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000.
1: And we're back on this Saturday morning. Sports Medicine Weekly. Net proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly. Go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. And Dr. Cole about to bring on one of our favorite uh, guests. Not just a guest, but a real partner in our show a health counselor and psychology of eating coach, Karen Malkin.
3: Karen, I've missed you. I've got to tell you, the one thing about not taping on a regular basis we went off a couple of months was not having you around, so great to have you Aww. back.
4: Thank you.
1: How's everything, Karen, it? and what's new in your world? I know we've got a few oh. things to talk about, but these things are new, and uh, maybe you can uh, refresh the uh, audience out there, Sports Medicine Weekly fans, of uh, what you do and uh, what is new.
4: I have completed um, another program in integrative health coaching, and this is by far the most comprehensive program that I've taken. And it is from the Arizona Center for Integrative Medicine, and that's um, Dr. Andrew Wiles center. And you know, I'm passionate about integrative medicine, and I partner with integrative medical practitioners. And you know, integrative medicine is a team approach. The patient and the practitioner are partners in the healing process. And I just completed um, an intensive training at the Center for Integrative Medicine, and it's just been life-changing for me, you know, both personally and professionally.
3: Karen, can you tell tell us in simple terms what it is?
4: So integrative health coaching is a client-centered approach where we work collaboratively to address the health and well-being of you as a whole person. And it really acknowledges this interdependent mind, body, and spirit. So under the premise that um, you have the innate healing capacity within you and with an, an emphasis in self-care.
1: What's the uh, primary focus, Karen, in a typical session?
4: So our sessions are like a it's a four part four part program. But what it does is it's really to help you create behavior change that will allow you to live in alignment with your values and your purpose. And so we're going to articulate goals, your health goals. This is about you. This is about the client, the patient, that's going to address these these seven core areas in your life that influence health and healing by me, the coach, asking you powerful questions to facilitate this um, this healing process, and um, we start with creating your vision.
3: So, all right, let me, let me. I'm going to back up because we're going to. We're going to. I want to nail this down so we fully understand okay. it. So, give me a typical clinical problem that someone would come with.
4: So, people will come to me for weight loss. Okay, that's a good. Induction. That's a good one. I can, you know, yeah, weight I can, loss is big because right. you know I'm also an eating psychology teacher, an eating psychology coach, a nutrition. Um, counselor. So it's often around food. And so I help people really empower them and inspire them to live the life that they deserve. And so they come to me a lot for weight loss. You know, athletes come to me to create lean muscle, shed some excess weight to upgrade their health. You know, many, many um, moms will come to me because they want healthier families.
3: So, so, okay. um, So what tools now do you have that you just learned Doing this, like, how would it differ now? Um, same goal. I know you get that a lot. Uh, weight loss, as well as you know, lifestyle mm-hmm. modification. But so, what tools will you utilize now that you really didn't have be, that you didn't have before? I'm fascinated to so
4: know. So, it's a little, it's less directive, okay. and it's a more guided on approach. So, I'm I'm riding on the bus with you. Okay, I'm not telling you what to do, and that's where, as healthcare practitioners, we are. We often are much. We often offer a much more directive approach, which doesn't always allow the patient to comply unless they're buying into the process, right? I'm sure you've told your patients, you know, this is what you need to do. You know, come back to me in six months. Six months, they come back and they don't do it. So this is where the coaching process offers a lot of love, support, accountability through powerful questions. And um, it really works. It works. It creates change and behavior change in people. And um, it starts with the big picture, which is, like, your vision, where I might ask you questions like, how do you, how do you love to feel? And what do you love to do? And why do you want to be healthy? Like, why do you want to lose weight? And what will you have access to if you lose weight? You know, what, what kind of person do you want to be? You know, what do you most take pride in in yourself? you know what what kind of legacy do you want to leave for yourself and and these are questions that a lot of people don't really think about but it's important and then when you have your weight loss goal if it's somebody that needs to lose fifty pounds if we can really tie those goals into the bigger picture of because i want to be on the, get on the floor and play with my grandchildren or this is the type of athlete i want to be or this is the kind of you know father I want to be, or this is the kind of work I want to do. It'll, it enables me to um, live this life, and so so many of us don't live in alignment with our day to day, you know, with our bigger picture. Day to day, oftentimes our choices, our actions are not in alignment with our our mission and purpose in life. And when you can articulate that mission and purpose, and sometimes we'll sit together for two hours for the first session and just talk about this vision that you have for yourself and what do you want why do you want your health and why is this important to you and then we'll go over these core areas these seven core areas we're going to talk about your sleep your environment your spirituality where do you find the inner strength to move forward your resiliency your ability to bounce back from stressful situations you know your relationships to others to self your nutrition and your exercise and it's it's a process that allows it's it's like peeling back the layers of the onion, and I did this process with my coaching team. I was with a breast cancer surgeon and a nurse and a therapist and, and myself, and the four of us worked together for um, you know six months, coaching each other, mentor supervised sessions. And, you know, for me, I started with my goal of being spirituality, and then it ended up being sleep, and then I switched to relationships. And sometimes what we think we want to work on, and by peeling back the layers, you know, we, we tend sometimes we'll, we'll change our, our core area of focus. And it's, it's a very powerful process to help create behavior change.
1: We're visiting with Karen Malkin here on Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Karen. Is a health counselor and psychology of eating coach. Her website is Karen Malkin M A L K N dot com. Talking about integrative health coaching, something that uh, is uh, is this this brand new to you, Karen? I mean, it's a, it's a new uh, new subject here. Then, and, and how many sessions? You, 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 I know you mentioned these sessions, um, but you know, how long does something like this last?
4: So, yeah. So it is a fairly new field. You know, there is a national consortium that is creating an exam that um, I will be able to sit for, that my program is already an accredited program, and not all programs are, and and many of them actually are not. But So this will allow um, medical centers to hire health coaches that are all, you know, evenly credentialed. But so typically, you know, I, I pull from a deep bag of tricks. So I combine eating psychology with nutrition education along with the educa- the integrative health coaching, motivational interviewing. And it's typically, um, you know, on average it's about a four-stage process, maybe six sessions. Okay. So
3: you're really almost becoming a psychotherapist, it sounds
4: like. Uh, well, the difference, so there is a difference. I'm not a therapist, but, you know, with coaching, we start from the present, and I meet you where you're at, and we move forward. In therapy, they will often you know go through, you know begin in childhood and kind of work more more vertically. so they're they're similar in a lot of ways and and they're also you know very different. And um, obviously, if somebody needs therapy, I will recommend it, and this is where the whole integrative approach is is that it's a team it's a team approach. And all the practitioners work together to create, you
1: know, healing in the client in the patient. Fantastic. We're out of time, Karen. Um, I appreciate you coming on. We will continue this uh, conversation. Interesting concept, very neat stuff, integrative health coaching with Karen Malkin, our health counselor and psychology of eating coach. So uh, thanks for joining us on Sports Medicine Weekly.
4: Thank you. Have a great day.
1: You too. Karen Malkin. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole, back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages.
5: Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkins' 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods Cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean vegan protein blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at com. That's
1: K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car pain should not slow you down with locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens your choice to go with our team is the smart choice visit athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today athletico better for everybody you're listening to sports medicine weekly on espn 1000 Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole, Sports Medicine Weekly. And that proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly. Go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. Reminder to reach out to us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at SMW Home. Dr. Cole, I understand you have a big TEDx event coming to a Rush University Medical Center on April 30th.
3: Steve, thanks for bringing it up. So, yeah, and you know, I, I have the opportunity to give hundreds of lectures a year sometimes both you know in the u.s. and outside and this is one that is completely different i don't know if you're familiar with the ted talks that stands for technology entertainment and design and this is sort of a ted sanctioned event uh, at rush it's on april 30th and uh, the the sort of mo is seize the future and it's not a bunch of uh, boring doctors talking uh, but rather it's a whole uh, uh, variety of uh, individuals for example uh, there's one on the future of farming, making making nature better, the future of religion, the future of relationships, uh, and architecture, and I'm going to be uh, doing one a little bit different called Sparing the Scalpel, a Surgeon's Perspective on the Future of Orthopedic Medicine and nice. touch on uh, regenerative medicine and where we're going and, uh, in part, where we've been. So it's a great event. If there's anyone interested in attending, it's a non-for-profit event in uh, honor of uh, Meyer Patel. Who is a former faculty member at uh, Rush? So I'll just give the website, and uh, if people want to learn more about it.
1: And the TED talks are max eighteen minutes. I want to ask you, Doctor Cole, since you do talks like this, and I am sure you do talks from ten minutes to three hours. How do you prepare? It's much harder
3: to deliver a five-minute talk than it is an 18-minute talk in is general. Yeah. I can tell you that much. You know, this is not this is uh, breaking the mold a bit because we, we have that crutch of using PowerPoint and slides and video. This is one where you stand on a stage in front of everyone and you speak somewhat extemporaneously, if you will. You would be great at it, to be honest. So you've got to pick a topic that is near and dear to your heart that's not memorized but that's something that you – an idea you really want to convey – and frankly, these are ideas that I think about every single day when I manage patients. So I'm really privileged to have the opportunity to do it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but clearly, it you know, it's something I'm going to put a lot of thought into. I'll, I'll spend I'll spend probably twenty thirty hours between now and April 30 trying to get this down because Look I looking really at want studies to do the job. and the
1: future of of medicine. Yeah,
3: I, you know, I think you know. For, so for my approach is going to be looking at how uh, patients view their orthopedic problems and how. Uh, And I might, you know, we've talked about some of these things, like the role of technology and when do you decide to treat and when do you, if you do decide to treat, what's the role of non-surgical treatment? And then I'll, speak to where we're going with stem cells and biologics, ways to sort of trick the body to heal better and to harness uh, uh, various ways that could actually modify disease, maybe prevent the progression of arthritis or prevent the progression or onset of back pain and things of that nature. And it's not science fiction, and I want to keep it away from that because I think there's a lot of misperceptions in this area. So it's going to be interesting, and I'm looking forward to it. So that's April 30th, and it's at Rush University. And if anyone's interested, uh, they can go to the website at uh, www.tedxrushu.strikingly.com. T e d x r u s h u. dot s t r i k i n g l y. dot com.
1: That's from one to five on April thirtieth. You got it. Saturday, my birthday, actually. Will you come? uh to, i've got i've got actually i've got a doubleheader in baseball with one son <laughs> and a hockey game with the other son and i think my wife's out of town yeah,
3: well, that is way more important so more um
1: you know what uh a little fun with the boys and yeah you're right you know what of uh, anything i'd rather do on my birthday i'd rather watch my boys play yeah, their sports you got it. you got I, it's it. been a busy bull season yes, and um i wish you would continue but life goes on and uh I get to watch my sons, and that's the greatest thing in life. That is true. I agree. <laughs> I'm i agree. Steve yeah. Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Looking forward to it again. The uh, TEDx Talk event at Rush University Medical Center. See Dr. Brian Cole in person April 30th, 1 to 5. If I could be there, I would. Thanks, Dr. Cole. Back with more of our show after this. On ESPN Radio. Back here on Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Net proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly. Go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole, Bulls head team physician and co-team physician with the Chicago White Sox and sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. And speaking of uh, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, Dr. Cole, M-O-R, um, you still seeing a lot of concussion patients? Is it is it getting... <laughs> Better, bigger? I I think, Steve,
3: I think it's getting better uh, from the youth football side. Um, We're still, just because the sheer numbers of people that are still involved with collision or potential collision sports, we're still seeing it.
1: Trainers are better. Parents are more aware, right? I
3: I think part of the issue is that maybe the incidence isn't uh, that much higher, but it's um, uh, the fact that people are so sensitized to it that that whenever there's anything that even resembles a concussion, they're going to stop the player from playing because it's not necessarily the concussion itself. It's the fact that if they send them back and they're vulnerable to another one, that's really the big deal. And that's where we see uh, is serial concussions, as we've recently seen in the in ESPN from the, the ESPN article on, uh, on concussions in the NFL. It's repeated concussions that we think really uh, are, are, are the difference. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, Dr. Cole, we've got a, a nice guest with us uh, here in studio, an ATI clinic director from Wicker Park. Uh, works with ATI, director of physical therapy. Kevin Alavia, and uh, Kevin, thanks so much for uh, being in studio with us. Uh, we want to talk about a little about the role that physical therapists play as it relates to concussions. How can you add to that?
6: Yeah, I think Dr. Cole hit it on the head there. Um, it's really recognizing uh, when concussions take place and doing the best we can to manage it properly. And uh, I think the first and foremost thing is uh, as soon as you see it happen, take the individual out of the sport and uh, perform the proper screening techniques with it. Uh, take those individuals right on the sideline, um, perform the proper screens with neural screens. Uh, there's a lot of assessments we can do with sports concussions, uh, and then get them kind of in the appropriate uh, ways to treat that afterwards.
3: How, how often are you seeing now that when you're getting these, young, they're typically young people, right? Yeah, for sure. What would you say your average age is that you're seeing for therapy and, 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 and establishing? Yeah, you know, definitely uh, in the teenage years, Okay. I would say. And how, I'm curious, how often now do you see where they've actually had pre-season uh, testing? For baseline testing? I think that's kind of the main role of physical therapists
6: going forward is making sure they get that baseline testing. Are you guys offering that? Yeah. Which
3: which one are you using? Uh, The sports uh, concussion assessment, too. And are you doing it for high schools?
6: uh we are i mean technically uh we're letting those individuals come to us for that but uh, that's something we're definitely trying to get in the field and making sure we do that are you getting any support. mass
3: groups of young people coming in like a whole high school saying look we got to come in and get our whole our whole soccer team tested preseason." i think that's kind of where it's lacking to be honest i think
6: okay. we need to get the education out there that uh, that needs to be our role going forward and making sure we do get that baseline testing yeah
1: got it how's that test
6: done kevin uh, well, it's it's a series of exams that kind of make up a, a sport concussion assessment tool. I mean, we're looking at multiple systems as far as uh, the vestibular system, the balance system, uh, checking individual short-term memory. Uh, there's a lot of things that kind of go into it, uh, where you really establish a baseline. So, if something were to happen uh, on the field, that we know kind of where the the individual lies in
1: that. Kevin Olavia is our guest from ATI. Physical Therapy is a clinical director and doctor of uh, physical therapy. Dr. Cole, you guys talk at all about CTE? Uh, obviously, C- can only CAT scans? Be, um, or the, oh, you're about, uh, the brain disorder, the, brain disease. And it's funny. Encephal-
3: it's, encephalopathy you're talking
1: yeah, about. Yeah, interesting. can only be d- diagnosed after death. I think that's one of the big well, kind gotta of role you got to right? pull the brain out and see. But yeah.
3: the bottom line is we have, there's, there's a number of very, very sensitive tests that are that are used, uh, MRI Uh, pet scans, things like that, that the neurologists are trying to get the anatomy down, obviously before someone dies, but it's really these uh, athletes who have been willing to donate their brains to science that have allowed us to uh, look at this in a critical way, and you're not going to do it while they're alive the way they're looking at it, so it's, you know... uh that happens at the end point, but what they 've learned is that you know through history they can go back and say what 's happened throughout the course of their career, look at their age, look at the potentially the number of concussions and so forth, and now correlate it with findings after death, which are uh, sometimes quite remarkable unfortunately
1: Kevin, have you guys talked about that a little bit with ATI? for sure I mean uh,
6: I mean we see people in kind of the acute setting, but um, the idea is to kind of prevent that from happening, yeah. uh, so making sure we, we identify concussions and treat concussions. Uh, you know, our main role in the clinic actually is uh, we get individuals that have something called post-concussion syndrome. So those are concussion symptoms that last usually, you know, a little bit more than uh, the 10-day frame where people kind of spontaneously recover. We're seeing people 30 days. Uh, what, do
3: you, what is the mainstay of treatment from, as, from a, as a physical therapist that, for these individuals who have longer-standing symptoms? Let's say it's concentration or balance and yeah. um, so forth. What, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, the the idea is to, to check out a bunch of systems. So you're checking
6: out their cardiovascular system, you're checking out their vestibular system, uh, ocular motor systems, balance, coordination, uh, and seeing where their symptoms occur and their onset of symptoms. And then what we're trying to do is... Uh, train them at a submax level to really improve the recovery of it. Get them back to their sport. Uh, eventually, we do return to play protocols, uh, but we do treat people at a, a stage where they're not getting symptoms, and eventually that expands to the point where they're they're back to their normal functional capacity. So not all physical therapists,
3: I would say, are trained in this, right? Is no, not at training? all. It's
6: it's definitely kind of a specialty with it, and it's gaining more and more steam. I mean, we're getting more individuals that are having these serial concussions, mm-hmm. and uh,
3: it's something that we got to make sure we, we take care of right away. And and what's the average number of treatments that uh, or, or sessions that an individual will have when they come in?
6: That's such a big range. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, we definitely have people that we can ramp up, uh, you know, within a couple of weeks, and then there's people that last months with it. Uh, it's usually uh, a multifactorial treatment, and it's not just kind of exercising. I mean, there's people that have a lot of emotional components with it, and, uh, you know, they they have some irritability and depression, and uh, there's a lot of different components from it that that go into it.
1: Busy with Kevin Alavia uh, from ATI, one of the ATI clinical directors. I'm Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole, alongside at Sports Medicine Weekly. So that's the key, I guess, Kevin, is to really uh, lower the risk of CTE in athletes. Yeah, for sure. And I think the, the key is just catch it early more than anything
6: and uh, manage it properly. And uh, the biggest thing with the adolescent population is not rushing back to their sport and making sure they're, they're safe for return.
1: Dr. Cole, do you ever think we're going to get to a point where we could diagnose CTE before death? That's one of the goals, isn't it? Well,
3: I, I mean, the big thing is prevention. It's something you'd like to never be able to diagnose, to be honest with you. so you have to. Uh, you, you'd, you'd in have other to words, right you know, if you once you diagnose that, then you know that there's been a few too many concussions. Sure. So the whole idea is to uh, is prevention. So figuring out what are the variables that lead to it. And uh, uh, backtracking and saying, "Look, if we can prevent this and uh, implement uh, rec- early recognition, my guess is just where we are today will have an enormous impact on where we're going to be in the future." For the next hundred athletes that donate their brains to science, my, you know, I think we will probably make tremendous strides uh, because the average, you know, head, head, head bong if you will uh is not just i you know i I gotta i gotta ding on the field it's i had a concussion and you're letting them recover to the point where the likelihood of new injury goes down exponentially so i think we'll, we'll probably we've probably already come a long way
1: fantastic kevin thanks for joining us here on sports medicine weekly thank you very much kevin alavia from ati physical therapy back with more of our show after this on espn radio
2: The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of
1: DJOglobal.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive. Orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality state-of-the-art health care services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across four Chicagoland locations, with a new location in northwest Indiana coming soon. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis methods, and treatments make them the highest ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News and World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877- and MD Bones. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports
0: Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000.
1: Sports Medicine Weekly has been brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Karen Malkin Health Counseling, by Integrated Orthopedics, by Source, by Donjoy Orthopedics, by Midwest, and by ATI Physical Therapy. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsarilos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000.
0: The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views
4: reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000.